Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Take Note Podcast. Hello, Randy. Hello, George. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, yes. good, good day midnight. to all of you. <laughs> Sa akin kasi medyo late na rito eh. Kaya... <laughs> Ako naman eh, baka kasi lang merong pang mga ibang nakikinig. Yes. Hello, hello, hello. Whatever hmm? time of day you are listening to this, uh, it's on demand and we thank you that you tuned in. Thanks so much for, yeah, listening to the Take Note podcast where Randy and I break it down into our experiences, diba? Yep, yep. I do it from Manila. George does it from Melbourne. Australia, yes. Melbourne, so that's Australia. the beauty and wonder of technology. We can bring people from all over the world. We uh, we're all on one platform right now. So welcome, hello, hi. Yeah, we're hoping and praying that you're all well. Yes, you're okay, Rans. Okay, okay, Rans. Yep, yep, we're okay. Uh huh. Trying to trying to be positive, but not COVID positive. But yes, positive <laughs> in having a positive outlook in life. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, yeah, I like what you were saying. Bring people all over the world. I'm really happy that this. Ito, serioso, bro. Huh? I'm, I'm happy that we have this because it's an opportunity for me to connect and serve with you in particular. All right. And of course, the guys at SBR TV, everyone who's producing this, um, our director Ryan and uh, and Nino in production at the desk. And, and all the rest and of course Jed who's on the board tonight and thanks so much everyone for putting it together and mm-hmm. just in case Rans just in case you're listening to this for the first time we have this is our fourth episode right yep it's our fourth episode so make sure you catch the other episodes episodes one to three because Randy and I had so much fun recording those yeah this is a podcast where we put everything on the table and uh, we share on certain topics and uh, hoping and praying that this will help you in making your decisions. You know, um, I heard somewhere, George, or read somewhere, that we make thousands of decisions every single day. 30,000 plus, Randy. 30,000 plus decisions every day. <laughs> and we don't want to, to be telling you what to do. We just want to lay it on the table yeah. and hoping that you'll take note and it will help you have or, or make uh, the best decision. Yeah. Randy. I, I've discovered that it's when, because you know, you and I are fans of coaching, right? Uh, particularly meta coaching. And in my experience, uh, even in theater, all right, like when I was in theater, um, my director could have told me what to do. He could have just said, do it this way. Uh, but same as in coaching, we believe that when we help someone discover or find the answer, answers for themselves, it's so much more powerful. And And for me, anything that I discover on my own, even if I'm guided by someone versus someone just telling it to me or me hearing it or reading it. But when I discover it or I find the answer from within, it's you it, the empowerment and it just lasts longer and it's it's different, you know? And that's exactly what Randy was saying, guys, uh, here. What we want to do is Randy and I share our experiences, our points of view, and uh, they may not even always be the same points of view. Or, or, you know, and but the point here is that we lay it all down and give you material for your own decision making. Thanks, Randy, for saying that. We don't want to tell you what to do, but we do want to share maybe, you know, what could happen, what the options are, what God's word says. And yeah, 
and hopefully you find the joy and empowerment that when you make this decision, um, yeah, and, and we believe God will bless your process. Yeah, it, it would be good to for you to have a pen and paper so you can um, write down take take out. the notes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Tonight, George, um, <laughs> we're... We're going to talk about something that um, that we all know, but uh, I, I guess not, you know, myself included. You know, uh, I haven't really sat down to think about this, mm-hmm. and it's very important that that we all do. So we're going to talk about uh, career or yep. calling. Career or calling? And I actually like the tagline, is it really a choice or does it have to be a choice? Because mm-hmm. that's forever the debate, right? Um, there's, there's, and uh, I, I love this topic um, and it's very close to my heart because for many, many years, Rand, I, I, was, uh, I was searching for my calling. And for many, many years, I, wa- I, I said, you know, I, I always felt that career and calling had to be the same thing. And it was confusing for me. And when I stumbled upon uh, several realities and, and I got my dream job and all of that, it was just very empowering. But then honestly, throughout the years, I've also gained a broader perspective on this topic. And yeah, I've discovered that there's, there's many ways to look at this actually. And that's mm-hmm. hopefully what we want to dissect tonight and, and talk about. Yeah, yeah. You, you, George, you, you said you were you were looking for your calling, trying to discover your calling. Me naman, I, you know, I, I kind of not stumbled upon calling. I, I, I actually had the very personal experience with calling more than mm-hmm. 20 years ago. Okay. I met this guy. His name is Gideon Calling. He's now, he's now <laughs> my brother-in-law. <laughs> So for me, calling is a person. <laughs> and he's in New Jersey right now. And I hope he's listening. I hope he's listening. All right. He's a special, so my sister uh, is now called Patricia Calling. And when she does make calls, she says, hello, this is Patricia Calling Calling. <laughs> anyway, I just had to say that. Sorry. What are the odds? What are the chances? Okay. Uh, it's gonna be hard to get 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 past that, but yeah, let's <laughs> let's try. Mm-hmm. So, tonight the format's a little different. So, if if you guys listen to the if you guys listen to the past episodes we've had in the first yeah. and second episode, Randy and I shared a list of our top five uh, best decisions and our top five worst decisions. That was so much fun. For the third episode, we had a guest, all right? We had Benna Sanchez and, you know, we talked about whether you should go to formal school or, or you know, or not. Or, you know, we talked about education and you should check that out. Tonight, what we did was we got some questions, all right? And we're going to be answering, like, actual questions that we gathered. And, and yeah, Randy and I are sort of going to take turns. And, and yeah, we're just going to, Hopefully to, to to guide the discussion and and also these might be questions that you guys have as you're listening, and so hopefully they resonate with you. So mm-hmm. let's get to it. All right, career or calling or does calling. it have to be a choice? All right. So first, Rans, I'll I'll give it to you. Define a career and a calling. What's the difference? Um, are they different? Are they connected? You know how how would you describe a career and a calling? 
to put it to put it simply, uh, a career is what you is something that you decide on. A calling is something that you discover. Wow. Uh, Oh my Thank God. you very much. Good night. <laughs> no, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Boom. <laughs> That's it, folks. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Something you decide. Oh my gosh. I've never heard of that. I've never heard it put that way. Something you decide on your career. Mm-hmm. And the callings you discover. Oh my gosh, that's that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. So are they for okay, go ahead. Yeah. Go, 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 go. Yeah. No, I actually I I I really agree because a career definitely it's um it's something that you decide on you know maybe in in fact you can decide on shifting because you know how many people actually use their college degree in their career I'm not saying not many people but it's very often that you for example, someone I know graduated BS Math and now he's a director for a creative <laughs> media ministry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Versus me, I'm super in my career and, you know, in the sense that I've always wanted to be a communicator and and I pretty much use that degree. But at the same time, uh, calling is what you discover. Amen. I've, I've even heard someone say, Rans, that um, a career is something you choose for yourself but your calling is something that god's already chosen for you but but yeah so people say no 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 so go what were you yeah go? i was just gonna say colossians chapter 3 says Whatever you do, do it as though it was for the Lord and not for humans. And, oh my gosh! And uh, you do it for the Lord. So whether you know what you're, what you're doing is connected to your career, your calling, you do it uh, as for the Lord. Now God wants us to use our gifts and talents that He gave us, okay, to accomplish both our calling and our career. So yeah, I, I heard you ask a question: Is it connected? Oh, for me, of course, it's connected. And uh, yeah, but because we need to do everything as if it, we were doing it for the Lord and not for humans. So, so give it your best shot every, every single time. But uh, I also agree. I, I also believe, George, that it's not something that when you discover you already are doing your 100%. Yeah, you, you kind of grow into it. Tama? You're talking about career or your calling? Yeah, discover. So you're talking about your calling. Yeah, yeah. You, you and 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 even in your career, you you start off, you know, yeah. not knowing yeah. if this is it, and then after after several years, you you discover that uh, you you find out also that as you go through your career, as you work out your career, uh, you you become a, a, an expert in something, and uh, it's something that you do, and you um something that you that you that. To, to, to George, to, to make it simpler, pa, okay, a career brings you money. <laughs> if you have okay. a career, it brings you money. Um, okay. a, a, a calling, it, it is connected to what God wants you to do. So, <laughs> nice. so you work on your career for nice. money. Or, or, or maybe, yeah, because in old Bible, it said, work as if God were your employer, which... Which a friend of mine, um, we we really took to heart when we were working as um, education plan uh, agents. 
because we didn't have a steady salary. So we didn't have a steady mm. salary. And so it's only when we sold something that we earned something, all right? And so it was a little difficult because our manager wasn't really hands-on. So we had to be very self-managed. And he, this guy, this friend of mine was in, in community. We were in community together. And he goes, you know, George, God is our employer. And so the, the beauty of that is that when, when you work or act as if God is your employer, it's even when your employer, your earthly boss or manager is not looking or is not minding you or monitoring you, um, you know, you're accountable to God for what you do every second of your work, um, what -hmm. you do with your talents, what you do behind the scenes, what you do even on your off time. It's if God is your employer, then you, you, you work and you know that he's watching you because he's the author of your gifts. But the beauty of it is as well, Rans, because you mentioned money. At that time, we said, you know what? God is our employer. It's good that God is our employer. Why? Because if the company is our employer, then the salary is limited. You know, there's there's only so much for the salary. There's only so much commission they can give. There's a budget to it or, or to bonuses. There's a cap. But when you act as if God is your employer, uh, there's no budget. There's no limit to how he will bless you uh, as you use your gifts for his glory. So yes, a career uh, to a certain extent is how where you earn, um, but maybe you know your calling is how you carry out what God has designed for you. And when that happens, Ibo always says you put yourself in the stream of God's blessing, and it's mm-hmm. not a reward so much, but it's just actualizing what you were designed to do. Tamaba, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. in that, you're in that flow. You know, you're in that flow. So, yeah. mm-hmm. but 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 my question Rance, is this or uh, a lot of people will say how are do, do they have to be the same or not or do they have to be connected uh, or not necessarily or you know what are the dynamics when because we've before you know you hear these sayings that um if uh you know if you're passionate about your work or something like that or if you're passionate passionate about your job you'll never have to work a day in your life work quote unquote meaning it's it's going to be so easy or you're in the flow you're in the zone all the time but what if you know what if you're you're not passionate about your career and therefore you don't feel it's your calling is that a bad thing or what's your opinion on that yeah yeah um i i want to i want to i hope people who uh, young, the younger generation. I hope they're listening to to, to us today, George, because um, we we found out the hard way. I mean, uh, I, I, no one, no one set me, put me aside, called me, and said, "Let's talk about your career and your calling." Okay, mm. we discovered we discovered it the hard way, but but here's what I think. Um, if your career and your calling is aligned, then that's the most ideal situation. Um, but it's it, it, it's not that way every time. I mean, it's not always that your career and your calling is aligned because, uh, uh, okay, I'm, I'm thinking of an example here. Um, um, uh, something that... I, I can say right now that my career and my calling is aligned, and uh, because because um, I'm I'm doing something that I really love, 
I'm doing something that I really, I that 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 makes me excited, and at the same time, it's connected to my 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 calling. I'll start with my calling, and maybe George, I'll ask you also. I'm sure you already know what your calling is. I'm, you, you know, my I I know that I'm called to deliver the word. I know that uh, all my talents, all with. You know, I have I have billion gazillions of talents, guys. That and, uh, is true. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I I know that that my talents uh, can be used and can be maximized if I if I try to fulfill my calling. And my and 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 it so happened that my career right now, I'm in uh, the business, quote unquote, of uh, making events. For evangelization, um, making materials to 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 bless people, to inspire people, and and for me that's you know that's I know that this is my career already, and uh, as long as I do this, you know I'm happy. And 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 I always say this when I see someone turn to Jesus because of what we made, what the companies like Shepherd's Voice Publications published, or an event that Shepherd's Voice Radio and TV Foundation or a TV show or a podcast called Take Note that uh, they, they uh, produce um, touches someone and leads that person closer to Jesus. I, I, you know, I tell myself, I was, I was born to do this and, you know, I'll, I'll do this until my last breath. Amen. Absolutely. For those who are listening for the first time to us or might not know, um, Randy is the president of Shepherd's Voice Radio and TV. It's the broadcast media arm and events arm of um, the Light of Jesus family, which is led by Brother Bo Sanchez and um, or founded by Brother Bo Sanchez. And we used to work together. Um, Randy, you before he became president, was operations head. I was creative director. And that runs when Bo hired me and when you... Uh, <laughs> Uh, made me creative director for for that media ministry. Honestly, it was the absolute dream come true for me because I remember 17 years before that happened, I already uttered a prayer to God and said, Lord, I want to be a creative director. I actually didn't articulate that I wanted to be creative director of a ministry. Me becoming the creative director of Brother Bo Sanchez's media ministry was actually like the combination of so many dreams because meeting Bo was a dream. Working with him was like beyond the dream come true. Directing and, you know, having a hand in all the stuff that we've done. Oh, my golly. It was just like an amalgamation of all these prayers. And I really felt I was living my calling. I was like, this was my calling because my calling is a communicator. I, I live to communicate God's love. Now, I've always known that that was my my calling as well, whether it's through same as you, events, writing, worship, or um, or media, creative media. But Rand, something very interesting happened to me when I moved here to Australia. So again, some people don't know, I moved here to Australia four years ago, and I couldn't get a job in events. And mm-hmm. it turned my world upside down because for me, my calling was communicate, communicating God's love. But then I sort of boxed that in the manifestation of it was I had to do either events or, and part of me for a time was thinking it had to be ministry. And so it, it kind of, iba yung perspective ko. And uh, long story short, I mean, I still got to serve a little bit in the 
in the church here and there. I, I did get to direct a few events even when Bo came over. But um, now I'm in marketing for an IT company. And these are, you know, like IT. I was never in IT before. I'm in payments now. And, um, you know, uh, marketing is, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, something that I was very familiar with. But then uh, it wasn't necessarily the, the career I had before. And so it was a brand new territory. It was brand new territory for me. And, um, you know, at, at some point I was really asking myself, is this really what I want to do? And so that was probably a career question, Rans. Mm-hmm. But at some point, I realized, wait a minute, does this still fall within my calling? Because I said, okay, how does this tie into my calling? I'm a communicator of God's love. I, and, and I realized, Rans, even if my company is not a religious company or a spiritual company, it's a, it's a corporate, it's a corporation. Mm-hmm. I made a decision. I made a decision that, you know what, these products that we produce help people. So I, I sought out, I dug deep, I analyzed what, what do these things do? How, you know, what, how is this my ministry? And mm-hmm. I said, you know what, these solutions that we produce actually make the lives of people better. They help business owners and they help customers. And then I said, you know what, I, I am using my talents communicate and to convey to people an opportunity for them to experience you know a quote unquote a better way to do things mm-hmm. which eventually will either give them more money so that they can follow their dreams or give them more time and mental space to enjoy the things they love which include their family or service so in a sense i i discovered that hey i i i am still very much within my calling even if my career looks very different Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my take on that question. You know, do they have to be connected, or what happens when it's not going exactly the way? Uh, you know, because it's um sometimes, like you said, Rance, we it's not always that way. Sometimes people don't have a choice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Some people don't have a choice, but yeah, does that have to stop them or panion miserable na sila just because they have to be in this? job or it's very difficult for them to shift careers i i refuse to accept that they're doomed yeah. to sadness yeah. right um i think it's within us to find how this fits into our calling mm-hmm. does that make sense to you yeah um, yeah thank you for sharing that george um i i i wanna i you know, i know a lot of people are experiencing what you're experiencing and and maybe because of that uh they feel that they're calling, which they already knew early on. They feel that it's kind of blurred now. Let, let me just say this. A career, George, like what you're doing now, what I'm doing, a career is what you do for money. Okay? And the calling is what you do for eternity. Okay? <laughs> nice. oh, okay. So, so your career is your platform for, you know, for which calling is your purpose. So... Mm. So wherever you are, it is still a platform for you to carry out your calling. Queen Esther, her platform was to be a queen, but her purpose in life was to save the Jewish people from destruction. That was what God called her to do. So so many times you think that it's separate, but it it doesn't have to be that way. 
you can always do that, even if it's something that's quite different because God put you there for a purpose. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You know, my, and, and again, you were saying uh, a lot of people are struggling or wondering, oh, my, my career seems very different from my calling. I guess one question, Renz, is do they necessarily have to resign or leave their job if they're more passionate about something else? Because I know a lot of people, for example, this person was in corporate, but she she just loved performing. She was just, she couldn't stop singing. And, and you know, she was an actress in high school, college. But she was also good uh, with HR, you know, and, um, and so she had a corporate career. But then after many years of actually a, a well-established career, she suddenly made the shift late in her career, like she was in her early 30s or something. I mean, not too many people will make a career change at that point, right? But she did mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to pursue full-time theater because it just brought her so much joy and she felt. So that that's one example, but is that what everyone has to do? Like, you know, they're, they're not finding joy, but then, and then there's something else they're itching to do should they? Is it necessary that yeah. they resign? You know, you know, George. I'm I'm a very practical person. Sometimes it's not practical to do that because, um, especially what, now, <laughs> yeah, what you're very passionate about may not bring you money at the moment. Okay, mm. so so be very discerning and very careful, um, because yes, your I, I guess your passion is connected to your calling. But uh, but again, sometimes you're in a career for something. Again, career is for money. Career is so that you have food on the table. But if you will recklessly and uh, um, irresponsibly okay, shift because you feel that this is your calling and bahala na si Batman, I don't think that's right. Um, but I, but, but I, my suggestion is that you have a plan. You know, give yourself a time uh, at the timetable. So, okay, by this time, let's see. And something like that. Um, but you don't do it irresponsibly. Rans, have you heard of the, the not now list? Because not now list. Interesting. Okay, yeah. not mm -hmm. now list. Um, and maybe the reason why you haven't heard of this is because I came up with it. No, I'm just kidding. No, wow. <laughs> Seriously, I didn't think of, I didn't hear it from anyone else, but I heard yeah, a version yeah. of it. I heard a version of it. And then, so I, I kind of made it, I kind of made a thing for myself. I'll, I'll share. It's the not now list. It's, well, initially it pertains to, for example, for example, material purchases. You mm -hmm. want something, but you don't have the budget. The default is, Yes or no. It's only yes or no, right? Yes, let's mm -hmm. go for it. Kahit umutang ako, or I'll sacrifice something else and I'll buy it. Or I don't have the budget, no. And it makes you sad. But you know what? There's such a thing as not now. You can also put it on the not now list. Just so that instead of feeling sad, you say, you know what? It's okay to buy it, but not now. And then you mm -hmm. make a list. And hopefully there will be a season in your life where you can either afford it or it will be the right time to, to buy it. Now, when it comes to what you just said, career-wise or calling or you know doing what you love, 
I don't think you necessarily have to say no because I think a lot of the sadness in our life comes from thinking that we'll never be able to get that, never be able to do that. You know, and we tend to work in absolutes. No, it's not practical. But you know what? Maybe it's not necessarily a hard no. It could very well be, you know, I will put that dream on hold. Mm-hmm. Or that thing, I, for example, you're an artist, but then you're in a corporate job and, you know, you may not necessarily go full-time theater, but who says you can't have a mini concert of your own one day? Because I know yeah. people have done that. And, yeah. and maybe it's not something you can have right now, but maybe not now, but I'll put this dream on hold or one day I will do that. And who knows? That might give you your fix. And mm-hmm. after that, okay ka na. Or yeah. it might spark a career shift. Who knows? Yes. Yeah. But I guess what I'm trying to say is that if you have a passion in your heart and God has given you talents and gifts, I really don't think God is also impractical in the sense that He will not give gifts that are meant to be wasted. Parang Indian is a saying ni Lord. God doesn't give it randomly. Mm-hmm. You know, God knit you in, in his in the womb of your mom. And designed you. Now you don't design, design always comes from purpose. It's design yeah. is always wow. a function of purpose. All right. Mm-hmm. And God is God, God made you for a reason. But the thing is, Rance, I think sometimes we're also limited or or boxed up in our thinking that you know we read somewhere or we hear someone tell us and then naka, naka, we have blinders on and just think no it that's the only way to execute what mm-hmm. god has in store for me whereas i think the lord has a plan a to a plan z there's many ways god is not limited by our perception mm-hmm. or reality it's there's many ways to go about his plan and part of the joy in life is discovering the plan A to B, C, and yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm rambling, but then yeah, but I don't know what 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 do you think? Yeah, yeah, George, lay, the, a layaway plan isn't just for wedding rings, okay, <laughs> or an engagement ring. <laughs> you can always pa- plan, and one step at a time. Sometimes, sometimes, like m- including myself, okay. Um, sometimes I get too impatient. That's why, and and that's where the problem starts when I get too impatient. Because I, th- I really think God allows you to go slowly. Bo would always say, uh, slow is fast. Um, that if you go slowly, because you have to learn, you have to, you, you, you have to um, develop your talent. Uh, that's career. You develop your talent you, through education, through training, etc., etc. And then one day, you know, you'll wake up and discover that, wow, okay, wow, I'm very good at this. And 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 you'll discover that it's connected to your calling, uh, and then one day you'll just you're you're an expert. Rans, I, you know, it took me I don't know probably how many years after college to yeah to realize my calling as well, and it it's always been my dream the job. It's always been my dream to have a job that's full time for the Lord. You know, like full time ministry. Mm-hmm. And it's only when I met you and Bo and came into the in Light of Jesus, the Feast and SVRTV that that happened to me, that it was really literally ministry and it was my job. Mm-hmm. And I used to say I was so grateful to Bo for giving me my dream job. Okay, That's what I mm-hmm. said at the very beginning. 
mm-hmm. but 10 years okay so you and i we had a working relationship i mean a formal working relationship of 10 years and i moved on after 10 years and and now i'm more of a volunteer right but after 10 years i don't say anymore i think Bo for giving me my dream job because after 10 years what i realized what he really gave me or what god gave me through Bo and you and the rest of the community was my purpose actually in those mm-hmm. 10 years it wasn't just that i had a dream job it's i discovered a deeper purpose to me my deeper purpose and such that even when i'm plucked out of what i think is my dream job my purpose remains mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and and like i said i it, it was still challenging when i came here because i felt you know but i i felt i was taken out of that comfort zone and and i couldn't break back into the event scene and there were i couldn't get a job in full-time ministry either mm-hmm. but deep down i had to constantly revisit and say your purpose hasn't changed your purpose hasn't changed yeah and wow. so i think that's that's something that yeah if if yeah i agree if you I, discover I have a question purpose, George. however George, it manifests, have, is, yeah yeah i have a question um you've heard of the term career shift okay yeah um, is there such a thing as a calling shift? Can you can you ar- actually argue your, or or can you uh, negotiate your calling, or or is it is it like sweet spot? Uh, mm. The moment you discover your calling, is it always a sweet spot, or do you grow into it, or do you slowly fit into into uh, into the, your calling? Uh, you, you know, maybe five years ago, I would have given a more, I don't want to say narrow, but a more definite answer in the sense that I would have said, I would have asked someone, what do you love to do? And then that's it. Parang yun lang. And then mm-hmm. when they say, then, okay, then that might be your calling because your calling is God's, is your burning passion, desire, which God has lit a fire in your heart, you know, and that's it. And But from experience, I have like I said earlier, I've come to realize that God's plan is often broader than what we realize. His perspective, mm-hmm. it's it's like Bowl always says it's a highway. It's not a, a two-lane street or a one-way. It's a highway. When it comes to sin, the road is narrow, you know. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to calling or purpose, God's God God can actually have a wider highway that can fit more vehicles. So you're 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 your calling is maybe how you get to your purpose or how you love God. And in a way you can call it your vehicle, but, mm-hmm. but because God's will is a highway, there can be more than one vehicle. Right. Mm-hmm. And so to answer your question, it's this, you were asking about a calling shift. I think your purpose is pretty much set, mm-hmm. but, but I think there's two dimensions to it. Number one is there's seasons. Mm-hmm. There's seasons in your life, all right, where your purpose still remains and it doesn't go away. But then you can, I can even argue that, but at this season, I am called in this direction. And it might even happen that you're, you have different callings within your purpose in the sense that yeah. you know, calling doesn't also have to be just one thing mm-hmm. because but but the, the the last thing i wanted to say was um 
uh, yeah, well, well, that number one is there are seasons, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be one thing. Okay, so it can be uh, in terms of time, but it can also be in terms of uh, execution. There's more than one. So I'll I'll give you my example is when I became a father. I knew in my heart that that was my ultimate calling for that season mm-hmm. of my life, or mm-hmm. maybe it was a, a whole new season. Mm-hmm. But in no way did my calling as a communicator lessen. In fact, now that I'm not on stage anymore, <laughs> that I'm not on stage anymore, and I don't have any videos to show my son that, hey, guess what? Your dad is a God lover and he's a preacher. I have to show it to him directly. And it's mm-hmm. even more challenging for me to communicate God's love to him as a parent because, you know, we all know as a parent, you fall short, you blow your top, and it's, you set the bad example, you break your promises. It's, it's so much more challenging versus giving a talk that people only see the good stuff for that one hour. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. That's, that's one thing. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that my wife, on the other hand, has always known that her ultimate calling is to be a mom. And so she's had a career in fashion, which she left. Now she has a career in administration. And she was sort of doing administration in fashion. Now it's a totally different field, but it's still administration. But at the end of the day, she is able to switch off from her work, you know, and but more of her focus and energy goes into raising the children. So, you know, she has a career that's just there, but then her energy is going into her calling. So again, that's a different example. Now, just the last thing. Oh, well, there. That's I, I guess I hit both in my example that in terms of timing, yeah, um, right now, I cannot be in full-time ministry here in this situation. Why? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. ministry entails dealing with volunteers after hours or on weekends where here the lifestyle is very different, or at least the lifestyle we've decided to live is uh, that the weekends is when I spend most of my time with my family and the evenings we're helping out. We have little kids, just the chores, you know, it's, it's just a different lifestyle that I used to have. So it's very clear to me that right now I'm not called to that. I'm not saying goodbye to it. God knows if one day, you know, one of my dreams is to have as a senior, I'll still have a ministry for families. And I, and that's still a dream I have in my mind that still could happen. So in terms of shifting the calling, I don't think, I think the calling can have seasons, but I like the word purpose, you know, because, you know, you're called, you can also be called in a certain direction for this moment. Mm -hmm. So the the word calling can be a little broader. Like, for example, when you're a teenager, you're serving in ministry, but your calling is to be a good student and an an excellent, you know, to use God's uh, uh, gifting for you there. But, you know, it's, it's as, so all I'm saying is that there's seasons, your calling is to be an obedient child, but then later on, it's no longer that it's to be, make your own decisions. So there's sort of shifting happening, but your purpose is pretty defined. Um, Yeah. 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 I I, I think George, there's a, there's a, there's a call that God has put on your life. Okay. Um, God is calling you to be someone, and uh, and I think God placed it there even before you were born. Okay, mm-hmm. 
we, um, but but I think um, as you go through your career, which can change many times throughout your life, um, you know, it is very fluid because it depends on season, economy, friends, something like that. Um, but but I think that when you step back and look at your life, that in the different seasons of your life, you're you're you, you were called to do something, and here's what I believe. It is still connected to your major calling, to where God, you, you, to what God has Amen. called you to. Amen. But at that time, because of the difference in you know in in, in the seasons, etc., then, then you have to do that. So that's why, that's why before we were George, before we were married, <laughs> we were called to do we, we were called to do something else, and and I oh believe that. Gosh. But when I when I got married, I knew that part of my calling now is to take care of my wife, right? And right. Uh, um, yeah, do you remember when there was a time when we would ask our each other, "Are you going home tonight?" And this is in the office, right? We would say, "Are yeah. we yeah. You know, guys, that 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 was the lifestyle we used to live as single men. We were working. <laughs> All the time, and we would yeah. sleep in the office or not sleep because we'd be working and just and it was it wasn't a new thing. And I remember when Randy got married, <laughs> so he went on honeymoon, right? Yeah, the, the week you came back, or maybe the day you came back to work, six o'clock, you pack your bag and you stand up, and Randy's like this, guys, he's like and it just you sounded almost apologetic, and the whole room was like. Wow, we know, we know, and then, you know, we were you know, so now we were joshing Randy, but and and that's when I realized, oh my gosh, it's so real. We cannot live the same lifestyle we used to live because he has a new calling, uh, or is he's called now to be a husband, and a husband's gotta be home, and it just it was mm-hmm. funny at the time, and single people probably won't realize it until you know you have a family of your own but then when you do you realize yeah it's it's real and and here's the thing Rand sometimes we apologize for it like sometimes we we feel guilty if we're not so passionate about our work because there's this there is a school of thought that you know you you serve God through your career you bless the Lord and and I believe that's true that you're in a job in order to be great. You use your skills and and, and etc. But Rance, there's also something to be said about some people who who just go to work, clock in and clock out, and they don't slack off. They're not necessarily and they don't hate their job, but they're not as passionate about their job mm-hmm. as they are about what they do after work. Mm-hmm. Or they look at their work simply as a simply as a source of income to support their real passions, or they live for the weekends, or they mm-hmm. they use the money so they can travel, or you know, I I have come to discover that yeah, there are also scenarios where yeah, the person talks about their work and they're not they don't light up and they're not they can't they don't talk about their work no end and. Maybe, maybe years ago, I would have been a little judgmental. Na parang, oh, he's, he's not in his calling, or you know. But I realized I have no right to judge people about that as well because it could be of choice they have very well, tro- you know, and because they want to do something else on the side, or and they're okay mm-hmm. with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, you spend most of your hours working. That's how many hours of you know, 
one third of the day and the other third is sleeping but um but fine uh, i think if you're okay with it and um you're happy and you are doing what you're still able to do what you love whether you love whether or not it's actually during the work or not then i don't think anyone can can say any different or you know it doesn't have to be right or wrong that's, mm -hmm. that's what i think yeah if, if i'm going to give an advice to to the younger generations I, I i can't believe i'm saying this um i used to be the younger generation <laughs> but but now i give an advice to the younger generation that yes we start with our calling find out what you're called to find out what god's call in your life is okay and and hopefully when you discover that and you discover that through through experience going through life then then look for your career um now mm -hmm. if it if mm -hmm. you're in a position where you started out with your career without knowing really what you're called to it's okay you can still connect it <laughs> you can still connect it don't be don't don't uh, be impulsive when you don't don't, don't resign right away just just let it flow, okay? Chill, uh, and and eventually, when you discover your calling, uh, it, it, Romans eight twenty eight, uh, God will work everything unto good for those who love Him. And uh, yeah. I, I don't want to be spiritual, George. Pero ito Second Timothy chapter one verse nine. Okay. Go for it. Yeah. Um, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling? Not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. So, oh man, that's awesome! So, yeah, when God calls you, He chooses you <laughs> because, and he, he 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 will not call you if He doesn't choose you. So, your calling is what God has chosen for you. And your career is what you choose to become what God wants you to be. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. And maybe some maybe sometimes we can maybe we can choose to go against our calling or not fulfill our calling. Maybe, maybe. Or we can try, I guess, is the more operative operative word. But I think I think there will always be a restlessness in us. Because mm -hmm. it's what we were made to do. A so holy if you, yeah, 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 yeah. And so if you try to deny it, run away from it, turn away from it, or not actualize it, or not fulfill it, it's it's prop. It's still your choice because it's it's what makes us human beings and what exercising God's greatest gift, which is free will. However, I think that we might forever be itching or looking for that and and hopefully one day you you still get to fulfill it one way or the other um so there's this one question rans uh, going through the questions we have mm -hmm. um does calling always have to be connected to something spiritual because when you say calling it it can sound very spiritual does it have to be does it because some people uh, yeah does it have to be spiritual i i i think I think when you say it has to be connected, I think it has to be always connected to God, too. But 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 uh, sometimes it's not it's not spiritual, but it's still connected to God. Um, um, you, you very good. 
you, or you, or maybe yeah. or maybe the word spiritual might be being equated to ministry or or mm-hmm. well yes, that yes, might be yes, one way to yeah. interpret it or or yeah. some people some people for example who don't believe in god or who don't have a relationship with god does their calling have to be spiritual maybe they don't acknowledge it yeah but yeah. it's our belief as christians as catholics it's your belief my belief i know it's our belief we share that that the calling is from god whether we realize it or not mm-hmm. and it's in the it's in the make it's in the making of the person because they were designed by god to execute and to fulfill that calling so mm-hmm. yeah but but maybe if the person who's asking if does it have to be spiritual meaning when you say you're calling does it always have to be helping the poor or serving in ministry or in some sort of service i i think that if that were true then we we wouldn't have bankers and we wouldn't yeah. have architects and you know who's to say that yeah. you know because it again it could very well be that your calling is to build things and that may not necessarily be deemed as a spiritual exercise or you know but but hey who's to say that like what you said it can't be spiritual mm-hmm. when i'm when i'm drafting these buildings i'm making it safe or i feel you know uh, i i feel that god is moving through me eric little Remember the mm-hmm. 19- yeah sorry um was it forty two forty nine Olympic the the guy they featured in um Chariots of Fire mm-hmm. right who was just a staunch devoted Christian um he won the four hundred meter race and he said you know I believe God made me for a purpose but He also made me fast and when I run I feel His pleasure when I yeah. run I feel His wow. pleasure so so mm-hmm. me and, and here's the thing Ran some people may not even realize that what they're doing, they get a high from it or they are in the zone. You and I believe, I believe that that is God's anointing. Mm-hmm. Not everyone yeah. may realize or even acknowledge it, but it, it's, it's, it's our belief as mm-hmm. Christians that that thing you feel, that pleasure you feel, that high, that it fits like a glove. That is God's anointing. That is God's calling yeah. at work. Mm-hmm. So, and it doesn't have to be in a ministry position or in a spiritual exercise or something that most commonly, most common uh, people will commonly deem as spiritual. Because, yeah, I, I, again, uh, the body is made up of many parts and the world will not turn without different careers. And so, yeah. Yeah. George, the Bible says that some are called to different offices. Some are called to the prophetic office. Some are called to the priestly office. Now, some are called to the kingly office. Now, the, the priests and the prophets cannot operate if their kings won't support them. Um, so that's why even, even the disciples, they were disciples of Jesus, but one was a fisherman, one was, yeah. uh, one was a tent maker, and he continued to do that. It, yeah. you, if you, you, you'll just think that it's not spiritual, but it, has, it is connected to a calling that God has put in their life. So um, you may not acknowledge it. Not everyone may acknowledge it, but uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's fulfilling a purpose. C- can you repeat? Some are called to the what office again? The, the, the prophetic office. Okay. 
the priestly office um okay. me as a as a as a preacher as a, okay. as a lay person and some are called to the kingly office kingly office meaning uh you you, you can you, you manage funds you okay, uh, there you go there you go uh, you, you I was, help out. yeah because i was gonna say and some are just called to be in the office <laughs> <laughs> no i mean seriously right yeah, yeah. because Guys, there's a danger. Huh? There's a danger sometimes that we also over-spiritualize things or we put NGO work or ministry work on a, on a pedestal such that, wow, look at him. He's really fulfilling his calling. Mm -hmm. And we kind of, there, there's also a danger to over-lean too much in that direction that we say, wow, look at him. He's really doing God's work. Yeah. Because cosmetically, or on this, you know, in its shape and form, it is literally within the workings of the, the church as we know it. But again, I'll say, I see someone who is great. I'm like, oh man, these guys I'm working with in my office runs. Mm -hmm. So sharp thinking about customer experience or thinking about making the most of, of why are we paying for this? Why is the company paying for this? We're not getting the most out of it. It's like every cent there. And and they're just, and that is stewardship. That is stewardship, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's taking care of what God has entrusted you with. And if you're any less, even if it's not church funds, but it's funds of a company, then you're mismanaging something that was entrusted to you. That that is also displeasing to God, right? Mm -hmm. And and um and the way he's always thinking about people and their and, and and their customer experience again i mean that is that is blessing them and i look at these guys and i say man they are doing as far as i'm concerned in my opinion they're doing a great service to the lord mm -hmm. they won't say it that they're serving god i have no idea if they believe in god but to me i observe them and i say that is god's work in action because I see someone who is fully using his gifts and talents and they're just burning with passion and they're doing it excellently, all right? And there's no mm -hmm. doubt that, you know. And at the same time, I know when they switch off from work, they're fantastic fathers. They're, they're like, you know, present to the people that they love. And, and there comes in, you know, about, you know, there are different, you have a purpose and at the same time, you're called to be different things. Mm -hmm. to, to mm -hmm. Maybe, even to different people. So yeah. So yeah, talking about whether it has to be something spiritual, yes, I guess. In the end of the day, it is, mm -hmm. whether you realize it or not. But yeah. But yeah. Um, George, yeah. going going back lang, I just I just wanna uh, answer a question that I, I think a lot of people are asking. Um the, the question is how do I know if I've already discovered my calling? Mm. Now um, I, I'll connect it to what you said. What, what Eric Little said. Um, I was not yet born during that time. I, I understand you were classmates. Um, so, um, Great. Yeah, yeah he, he, he said, and when I run, I feel his pleasure. You know, to, to, to simplify an answer to that, how do you discover, how do you know if you've discovered your calling? The question is, I, I'd like to answer that with a question. The, my, my question is, are you flourishing? Because I think if you're flourishing, and when I say flourish, you're 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 energetic, you're happy, you're blooming, and 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 be, because you cannot discover your calling and not flourish, 
Amen. Yeah. Friends, can I can I add to that? Mm-hmm. Because I like the word you used, flourish. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about seasons. Okay. So you mentioned energetic, happy, blooming, and booming, and just, you know. But I also believe that at a particular season in your life, you cannot justify that, oh, this is really what God is calling me to do if it results in you not being able to fulfill your obligations or responsibilities at the same time. So just to put it on a practical level, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have two kids. I have mouths to feed. Yes. I, and and Rans, if if you gave me an opportunity to be a stage performer right now and you would pay me as much as what I'm earning at my job, I'll take it just like that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But the reality is there that is a very unstable industry performing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will not be guaranteed that same, you know, unless I'm what Hugh Jackman or something, you know, like mm-hmm. that, which mm-hmm. I'm not. So I cannot justify and say, but it's really God's calling for me because I'm burning with passion, you know? Mm -hmm. Because the only question is, okay, but are you going to be able to feed your children? Yeah. I feel there's a conflict there. And how can I justify that? Oh, but this is really, you know, God's calling. Versus when I was in Manila and I was in full-time ministry, honestly, you know, apart from the salary that, uh, you know, Bo's generosity and, and the community, it was still a ministry salary, right? Mm-hmm. But God gave us, you and I, gave us different opportunities, team building, facilitating, corporate talks, and all of that. You know, Rans, I'm so proud to say that I paid for my wedding, for example, apart from the gifts and what, how many people helped. But, you know, on a ministry salary, I was able to mm-hmm. pay for my wedding. I was able to support my wife when she did not have a job for two years. I, I asked her to mm-hmm. resign so that she could just help me. And I supported us on a ministry salary. And that was, mm-hmm. so it is possible. It's still possible. Mm-hmm. But at some, some stage, my son got older. We migrated here. I now have two kids. I, I may not be able to do that. So it's not the season for that anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I cannot just so some people will say, yeah, but I really feel God's being called. So I like what you said, flourish. Mm-hmm. I think the truth is, you know, you you need to eat. And if you yeah. are responsible for people, you may not be married, but if mm-hmm. the burden of taking care of your parents, for example, or whoever falls mm-hmm. on you right now, you also can't deny and just say, pero God's calling me. I really feel, you know, I think it will be logical. You know, God is not impractical either or illogical. And again, there's the not now. It doesn't have to mean you'll never do it. You'll never Mm -hmm. fulfill it. Mm -hmm. Just maybe not right now. Mm -hmm. For those who are listening, who are, you know, feeling, I'm not getting to do this thing that I love. So Randy's point, you might be flourishing, but then make sure that you don't take out that practical component. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah, you you can you can be so passionate and so fulfilled doing theater, okay. But if after your performance you go home and you see that your kids are are, are going hungry, I don't think that's flourishing. Yeah. Now 
you know, at that time, between the two, I think when you choose to, even if it's not your, you know, you're saying that it's, you're not as passionate, you do something so that they can eat. I think that's fulfilling your purpose yeah. at that time. Yeah. And, and, you know, you'll be happier, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And at the same time, just to not counter what I said, but to add or to put a different perspective, at the same time, if you have a side hustle, Mm-hmm. Or you have a, your own business, which is why Bo always encourages us to have a business that is passive, right? Yeah. If you're earning, then go ahead and do what you want. Yeah. If you are still earning elsewhere, or, you know, and that's precisely the point. If you're able to still mm-hmm. sustain and meet your obligations or responsibilities, and that yeah. allows you to afford to get to do what you love, then that's also another version of this setup. So there's take note, guys. There's many versions or many ways to look at it. There's it's not a one size fits all. It mm-hmm. it'll depend on who you are, where you live, who you live with, who you're supporting, what yeah. your gifts are, what the industry is, what the industry climate is. Because, um, like I said, uh, I was in events, but then events are very different now. I might be out of a job if I had gotten into events, and I'm not saying that everyone who is in events is 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 doomed or whatever, but I just felt that God led me here for me personally to this different one. And I'm, you know, I'm thankful that he did. So, um, yeah. And, and just to make sure, because we're saying theater people don't make anything. I know some people who are in theater and they're making a lot because they're well-established or they own their own company or aside from acting and performing, they're directing or they manage. Sorry. There's a child. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, they, they make ways. And at the same time, I also know some super, super talented theater people that at some point went corporate because they also acknowledged that at that mm-hmm. time. So it it really depends. And I we, we don't want to moralize any career or any say one is better, the other, or this is that. We, Randy and I are are not experts in all careers, and we, you know, but we're just saying that if it does this, or if it's lacking that, then think about it. All right. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Mm-hmm. And again, your situation may be different or unique, or you know, and so again, the decision is up to to you. Um, but I, I like what you what you said, Rans. Flourish because yes, God won't give you a calling that will make you miserable. <laughs> your calling definitely is something. Yeah, if God calls you to real joy. Yeah. Listen, listen, guys. If God called you to a state. Or to do something, or to uh, to a situation. Uh, if God called you to that, I am sure that He will give you the grace to love that. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Yeah, because it it yep. it, it all fits. Yeah, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. How can you say it's God's calling if it's like impossible for you to do, or it's not? within your gifting or it's it's not something that brings you joy. Now, at the same time, Rand's Bo also talked about superficial joy. Sometimes you also have to scrape past your superficial joy. Like if it's just out of vanity or out of uh, mm-hmm. materialism or out of, or it's just a one-time thing, it's not really a life calling or purpose, then you have to also dig deep and find out what is the, the purpose beneath or reason be beneath this, you know, and and be mm-hmm. true to yourself, and mm-hmm. 
And I like what you always say, Rans. You'll know that you know when you know. <laughs> when yeah. it's undeniable, right? When it's mm-hmm. undeniable, you'll know that you know when you know. You yeah. just you, know. you know why, George? You know why? Because calling is always accompanied by anointing. Amen. So when God calls you there, He will give you anointing. There, that means there's ease. That's one way also of knowing if it's you know if that's your calling. There's ease in doing things, um, like worship leading. I, guys, not, I'm not saying this, George, because you're 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 we're doing take note, okay? But for me, George is one of the best worshipers in the whole wide universe. Um. And, and universe, talaga. <laughs> yeah, and and he's 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 just so anointed. When when George leads worship, I don't know. I'm 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 not you know I'm I'm not biased because you're you're my friend, George. But but really, you know that you know that you know that you are anointed to lead worship when you do. And uh, now and and when you're fulfilling your calling, you can you cannot. And people cannot note not notice. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I just want to say that George is one of the best worship <laughs> leaders in the in the world. Praise God. Thank you, Rans. And it yeah, it's really something that I I do miss doing actually. I don't get the chance to do it that often now, but can I say that that the joy of worshiping or leading worship? It's yes, it's my it's one of my callings that is even magnified more when I see my son singing the feast songs. You know, for a mm-hmm. while his favorite, absolute favorite song was Lord of All by Feast mm-hmm. Worship, and just singing it all the time, and he memorized the words. And there's a certain joy that I had that, oh my gosh, man, my son's my son loves worship music, and it <laughs> is I you know, because I think it's the same as, um, you know, like basketball players. It's their it's their calling, right? But then mm-hmm. after a while, they transition or they graduate and become coaches or mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, theater thespians eventually become directors or producers when it's not their time anymore to be on stage, and they move to the behind the scenes. And I find so much joy now just talking about worship or lending my thoughts about worship even if god hasn't called me to be holding the microphone right now at this season in my life um and so yeah uh like like we said guys um sometimes it's seasons and stages and the calling let's let's try not i i would say it's good not to box it up because you know God said His ways are higher than our ways. Our our perception is very narrow. You know we try to to understand these things, mm-hmm. but then let's always remember that there there could be another way to look at it. There could be a wider perspective that we're not considering, and to still find God in that outside of what we know is, yeah. Is real because he definitely he 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 doesn't just live on the outside of what we know. He created that space as well, so mm-hmm. it's definitely still his territory. It's it's still it's still within the realm of his will and you know, his wisdom. Yeah, you you know, George, we can talk about this for four hours, but 
Haven't uh, we? Has it not been for I, I thought because of the limited time? I just want to ask George. I want to ask you. Uh, talking about career or uh, calling, do you have to choose, or can you have the best of both worlds? Can you? Does it? Can can you can you separate that? What do you think? I think. I think that the answer is mm -hmm. in the wind. <laughs> it's blowing in no the wind. Question. No, no question. you know, based on what we've discussed, mm -hmm. I'll I'll give what might sound like a safe answer, but I'm not playing safe. I really believe this. That I think. I think yes, God allows us to cho make choices. God allows us to make choices. Mm -hmm. So if the question is, can you, you can, but I think we will never be able to escape our calling. Now, whether our career falls obviously in line with our calling is a function of seasons. It's mm -hmm. seasons mm -hmm. um, and seasons and seasons and circumstance. Now, some people are very, I, I don't want to say some people are very blessed because it seems as if they're better off. But for some people, they are in a season where they're able to make their career, their calling. Case in point, for me, it was so obvious. It's like you could hardly distinguish my career from my calling, at least from my perspective. Mm -hmm. But then when I was brought out of that situation, I realized, like I said, my calling continue. Uh, my call, I'm called to something else, but my purpose remains. So maybe we kind of have to inject that that word there, that purpose, and um, and um, which kind of encompasses. And then you you know what God's will for you is, but then you are, can be called to be something else at this time. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, your career can be a direct reflection of your calling. But then I think if you choose a career that is not necessarily manifesting your calling, but it supports your calling, then I think that's totally valid as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can experience the best of both worlds, I think, whether it's at the same time or separately, meaning yes, you can have that career is you're calling they're one and the same it's like there's no distinguish you can't distinguish but then depending on your situation if you find yourself where your career doesn't seem to be your calling but it fuels your calling or supports your calling then i think that's not necessarily a bad thing it could be just equally a good place to be mm -hmm. especially so, if your career is you know mm -hmm. paying you a lot and it you know really you know, but definitely your calling is usually bigger. It's never yeah. just contained in your career. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to, uh, to, to say say something controversial. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, to to answer that question, all right. I think we should go for calling. Okay, we should go for calling because uh, again, it's it's God's choice for us. Now, what we do in the meantime, that's your career. That's a, that's a really, that's, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. 
So, so let's 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 pray that we discover what what God is calling us to. And uh, the meantime, you, you, because career is for you to make money, <laughs> and and that's what you do in the meantime. And uh, one day, and one day when you when you get the best of both worlds, that would be ideal. That you're again what I said earlier. That your career is already aligned with your calling. Then you make money. Then you fulfill what God wants you to do. Then you feel like you're flourishing. Then you'll be very happy. So there was is that was that controversial Amen. enough? <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh. No, I, 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 I think that was great. And that, yeah, I, I think, yeah, that's, that's probably, I mean, obviously career definitely is, I would say probably the way God provides for you. It's the vehicle that guy, God provides you through, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it, through which God provides for your needs, which again, mm -hmm. could end up, like you said, being your calling as well. But yeah, career, it's good to look at it that way. That God is providing for me through this career or through my job, all right. Mm -hmm. um, and and again, you can always shift. I I just another guy. Case in point, he was trying to do full time ministry here, and just the other day he messaged me and he said, "Guess what, George? Um, I got a certification in sales, <laughs> and um, uh, in and and if you know of any sales jobs, then please let me know." And before this, he was just asking me. If I knew any ministry jobs. So he made a decision. Why? Again, because he has kids. But you know what? I'm 100% sure he's going to continue writing Christian raps and, um, and uh, uh, what do you call this? And uh, serving in, in ministry on weekends, 100%. Because I know that that's still, he, he, as far as he's concerned, what he shared with me is that that's still his calling. And so I have no doubt that one day he will. I, I imagine one day he'll be able to return to doing both where his career is, is his ministry or his calling again. Mm -hmm. So let's pray for that. We pray. That's my prayer, Andy, for the people listening that um, if, if you're in a situation now where you're unsure uh, of, of what to do, then yeah, uh, our encouragement is um yeah, dig deep to, to find out what God's calling is for you. One good indication is that, yeah, you're flourishing. But if it's not yet there, I would encourage you, take heart because um, God is never late. And, and, and you know, um, again, there's more ways to look at a situation than just what we know and maybe what we've heard or what we've been taught but um there's yeah there's the not now list if it's not now there may come a season where where it will happen but in the meantime yeah like randy said yeah you're god's providing for you through this through this job or this career then then yeah um thank god that that there is that opportunity especially now rands i mean i think it's just to to, to have a job is is a blessing. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a blessing. Right? Definitely. Hmm. Man. Interesting. 
evening. Yeah. Yeah. We could we could go on for four hours. Put in along three hours lang na. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um you wanna you wanna pray yeah. for the people, Rans? Yes, 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 we will pray. Um before we before I pray for you, I just wanna I I, I just thought about the cliche. Um uh, you've heard this before, I'm sure, but this is this is I I know this is still in connection with with the career or calling. Uh, you've heard the saying that says that goes, um, God does not call the qualified; He qualifies those He calls. Amen. So um, you know, if you're not yet there, uh, just think that you're not where you started, but you're not yet there, and Again, life or your career is what you do in the meantime. All right? So we will pray for you. Um, I'll pray and then George will add and then uh, I will continue and then George will continue. And after that, I will go on and then George will go on. And uh, we will see until when the Holy Spirit stops. No, yeah, just for kidding. another hour or so. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. All right. So, so wherever you are, um, just remember you're in the presence of God. Um, <sighs> In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Lord, we yeah. thank you for this time that we have we've had to talk about uh, calling careers. Um, thank you, Lord God, for the inspiration. Thank you that um, we're never alone when we do these things. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us um, mentors, spiritual advisors. Um, thank you for um, the grace to. Listen to your voice. I lift up to you all those who are uh, listening right now. I pray, O oh Lord, that in a very special way, you will make it so clear to them um, what their calling is and that you will slowly align their careers, Lord, to their calling. Father, we pray for your most perfect will. And uh, we also acknowledge, Lord God, that your will is wider than we think. Yes, and... Uh, we, we just pray, Lord God, for every person making a decision right now, for every person who's confused right now, for every person who doesn't have hope at the moment. Father, we pray that you intervene in their lives and make your presence felt. And lead them, Lord God, to the right path. Lead them to where you want them to be. And show them the way to go, oh God. This is my prayer for all our brothers and sisters. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, God, for where you call us, there is anointing. But where you call us, there is also provision. So we speak provision to everyone who's listening. A lot of people are struggling, Lord, to make ends meet even or may not even have a job right now. And wondering not just about their career or calling, but just wondering where to get the next paycheck or wondering how to feed their families or or how to keep their business alive father god we speak provision upon everyone we know that's very real lord it's a real thing right now that that everyone needs and a lot of us are even uncertain of but it is certain in your kingdom there's no shortage of resources in in your kingdom and according to your economy, Father God, we know that you are your eyes on the sparrow, and so you're 
we're worth much more than sparrows. You are taking care of each and every one of us. And as we continue to unpack and to discover our calling and how you want us to live it, um, for those who have jobs, I pray that you give them the grace to be excellent at their jobs in their career. And I pray that everyone would one day truly find out what you have called them to do and to chase after it with burning passion and to live it for your glory. In Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Oh, yeah. That was good. Thank you, Randy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Another another wow. uh, take note episode. So thank you for watching. Ever I want to say watching. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for joining us. Um, I hope and pray that you learned a lot today. And uh, George, I just want to remind them that uh, we we've we've had several episodes before yep. this. And you can always go back to it. And please share. Tell your friends to, yes. um, to listen in to our conversation every time. Thank you, George. All right. And um, Rianz, yeah, there's, there's other stuff that The Feast produces aside from this. So, so do check it out. All the resources that The Feast has to offer. And yeah, um, God bless you guys. And we will... <laughs> we will... Well, we won't hear them, but you'll hear us <laughs> yeah. in our next episode. Stand by for that. Then, all right. Thank you very much. So much. God yeah. bless you all. Till the Randy. next time. Take note. Take note. Bye. Thank you for joining us. If you like this episode of Take Note, please don't forget to follow our podcast channel, whichever platform you're listening from. You can also join us on our Facebook podcast community group where we can do post-episode discussions. Just search Take Note Podcast on Facebook and you'll see us there. Also, subscribe to Feast TV's YouTube channel at youtube.com slash official, where you can also find the video version of this podcast. Speaking of finding our podcast, we have new episodes every first Wednesday of the month at 7 p.m. So catch us on our next upload.